bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Welcome to Dumb Gay Pandemic Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in coronavirus politics. Like we're talking about reality TV. How bad does this year suck? Um, it's the, the, I mean, <laughs> the atmosphere looks as though all of California decided to smoke a pack of cigarettes. Well, according to some dusty bitch on the news, <laughs> in the most hard hit places, if you breathe the air outside, it's as if that for that amount of time you've smoked 20 packs of cigarettes. Oh, my God. I'm so glad I spent the day at the beach at a child's birthday party. I am going to have a cigarette. <laughs> Can you imagine being Kamala Harris, though? Like your life's dream Everything you've mm-hmm, done mm-hmm. since you learned to walk is all for this moment. It's coming to fruition and you can't even enjoy it because every single person on the planet yep. is miserable. It's pretty amazing, actually. It really is pretty, 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 pretty incredible. You know, in my wildest nightmare, in my wildest dreams, in my wildest anything, in everything I've imagined and made fun of and whatever, I never really, really, really ever imagined living through anything like this, I have to say. Yeah, I mean, we talked about, you know, running through the streets with gold bullion and cans of tuna, yes. and like machine gun, and we're pretty much there. I know our free Patreon that we that we have for people to try out our Patreon podcast mm-hmm. is from September 11th. And that was basically a year ago this week. And I'm like, we were just sitting there (laughs) singing about Tom Christofferson, Christopherson, Uh just blissfully unaware of the shit show of 2020, man. And it's happening. uh, You know, uh, weird things are happening to people, too. It's just the the Mercury's in retrograde or whatever times a million and... It's just, it's, it's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, Portland, I'm like, oh, I Oregon's can't. on fire. Like on fire. Un, it's unprecedented. Yes. It's to the point where they can't, they, they, the, the, like uh, we say it again, the air, you can't, you can't go outside. It's, just, it's literally like a, a post-apocalyptic movie where Kevin Costner lives on a boat and has to mine a drop of water. So as long as Gene Triplehorn's not there, (laughs) sign me on up, you know? Well, we got a a postcard from Talisa Baranchik. Now, I'm just 
assuming that's how you say this little angel's name. So she wrote us a nice message on our Patreon. She's a Patreon subscriber. And we read it, Mem out, yeah. um, a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. on our Democratic National Convention special. Right. And I guess I never asked Talisa if that was okay. <laughs> uh-huh, <laughs> I never, right. well, um, I'd never, usually, I, I don't know. But um, so she probably got a little embarrassed. But she asked if we had any room on our drug den bulletin board for a dorky picture of her and her cat. Here it is. Not dorky at all. Mm-mm. Super cute. I mean. A little angel from heaven. And I love that it's just the picture of her and her cat. It's so cute. It's very cute. J&B, here's a dorky picture as promised. <laughs> I already blew enough smoke up your asses with that embarrassing message you read on the podcast. But I just want to say thank you for always keeping me semi-informed and entertained. I'm currently broker than ever as a jobless graduate student, but I am a devoted Patreon subscriber for life. Love from the armpit known as Albuquerque to Lisa Baranchik. She just really she just she just hits it right. I don't know what you're getting your graduate degree in, <laughs> but I certainly hope it's writing. I hope it's cats. <laughs> I hope it's writing for cats. I do too. I hope it's writing for cats. Hi. Um uh, thank you for seeing me today at this job interview. Well, I've been an avid professional writer for cats for the last 2 years. Um tabbies, um uh, Himalayans, Persians, the, the bald ones, bald ones, bald <laughs> pussies, um, you know, all of the different types of cats. I wanted to tell you today uh, while driving, I saw this license plate. And you want to know what it said? What? Bald Eagle. Really? Mm-hmm. Good one. Just wanted to tell was you. The, it was it. You can't fit that all there. So it was B-L-D. B-L-D. And then E-A-G-L. I think bald eagle bald eagle I am a bald eagle as well well which is why I thought of you (laughs) so I thought you'd enjoy that and my spirit animal is an eagle as well so it was just many many different levels on what I believe was a dodge uh, charger which is even better that that really adds (laughs) an element I wasn't I was picturing an SUV for some reason, but yeah, it was like a real muscly situation. <laughs> I was like, was it a lady driving it? That I don't know. Oh, OK, that I couldn't tell you. Well, speaking of bald eagles, mm. I have a feeling Ashley Ryder might be a bald eagle. What do you think? Do you, do you think she has like a landing strip? Does she have a Hitler <laughs> mustache or what's she huh. doing there? You know what? She has a great sense of humor. Yeah, she does. So <laughs> I'm going to say maybe she even put a like a lightning rod in there. Maybe she got a tattoo, too. She did that little trick. Tattoo. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if somebody just got a bush tattooed on? Just tattoo on the hair? Like curly? Yeah, it's or bald just like a little- and then tattoo on a bush. That would be funny. <laughs> I don't know how well, how, it'd be hard to get a realistic looking hair. What if it was like a cartoon one where it was just like squiggle, squiggle, <laughs> squiggle, squiggle, squiggle. Like that. Just like that. Just four squiggles. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember when I first went bald, mm. um, it was really just I, I wasn't planning on it. I was getting laser. And I remember Richard being like, well, what's going to happen? Like when your puss puss gets all old. And I'm like, I don't know. I hadn't thought about it, but I guess it's better than gray pubes. Yeah. I mean, what do you mean? <laughs> what did you think is going to happen? <laughs> it was going to sprout something weird or it was going to fall. And now it's, I guess now it's re- going to be revealed as the, as the, as the old puss puss that it is. I'm like, I don't think yeah, so. I don't think the gray pubes were going to do it a favorite <laughs> either. I don't think it works like that. I don't think, but I don't think all of a sudden it's going to be like, cause what happens to a dick and balls? Does it get rinked? Does a dick wrinkle? 
Does it just a big wrinkly dick and balls? I mean, I balls so. are already kind of like. Yeah, I don't think it works. I don't, just don't think it. I don't think so, though. I don't know. I guess it's something to, to, to look into. Well, Ashley, give us some feedback on what's going on with your, your puss puss. <laughs> we need to know. Inquiring minds want to know. Mm. Now, Ashley is one of the original 14. Yes. One of the homies just on the level. And she really, really came correct yet again. Okay. Once again. She sent us. And I would probably say you. But the the thing is, <laughs> we. So we have. Tushy has been a sponsor for the podcast. Mm-hmm. They are a company that makes bidets that you attach to your toilet. Right. Super nice, like cute looking ones. That's yeah. the whole reason the woman created the company right. was because bidets look gross. And she wanted it to be look cute. Mm-hmm. And Ashley comes across. I'm gonna hope she's stoned at night after Ryder's asleep, and sees a commercial for Tushy. And whose asshole does she think about, <laughs> Memel? But yours. Well, I mean, what can I? You know, that is just so thoughtful. <laughs> it really is. Ashley's a Patreon subscriber, and it really speaks to the amount of that we talk about my asshole sh- and shit and shit and yeah. taking shits. Yeah. And- yeah. And your shits and the problems with shits. Yeah. IBS, all of it, you know. Ashley has a technique for, for farting so, for anyone out there mm. in a new relationship or um, just shy of their toots. She mm. has a technique of a pretty almost 99.999% fail. Well, it is, it's it's 100% fail proof where you will not hear the toot noise, but you might accidentally shark. Right. And that is that you hold the buff cheeks open. Yeah. And let the air just just goes out rather because what's making the noise are the flapping of the butt cheeks right. and the sphinx. Sometimes the so. toots can be so powerful. Yep. I can feel my actual cheeks like fluffering, like I, fluttering, fl- uh, fluttering. Yeah. <laughs> I've also had that experience with the front fluffering. Oh, the pussy lips. They somehow are <laughs> flapping in the wind due what, to the fact that the fart then the, went to the front. The toot comes out the front because the black that's too blocked off. You're whatever it too, is. You're sitting too hard and too deep on your ass. It only has one way to go, and it's through the PLs. Exactly, and then it's just like you feel it, and you don't know. You normally you're not feeling. You don't feel that ever during the course of a day, and then you all mean of a your sudden, lips flap. Yeah, you no. just don't really feel that it's even there, and then all of a sudden. You feel it and you're like, oh, oh, I'm alive. I don't really I'm alive. Want, want poo matter on my lips, no. especially since I'm bald eagle. Right, right. I have the luxury of having like a forest, which is right. what they're there for to like get like keeps the keep stuff the away. Storm. Right, 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 right. It right. keeps the cleaner. You right. know what I mean? That's right. what it's for. Right. Well, she got us and I'm going to assume you a tushy. So, Ashley, the good news is we do have one here at Meow Meows because God knows bitch needed it. But I will be putting this one in my bathroom at my house. Now, I don't have IBS, but I do enjoy take, a good time. I do take shits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I enjoy a great time and right. I love a good shit. Yeah. So there you go. It's and gonna I love be, a bidet. Who, and I, you know what? I didn't know not from nothing from a bidet until we till you, you opened my world. And wow, I don't want to live without one now. It is life it is life so Ashley if you didn't get one for yourself go to hellotushy.com slash dumb gay and you can get 10% off for yourself Ashley we might as well if, if you guys want to get this you can be living like us it's upscale living you it's won't upscale. go back 
and you save money on, on toilet paper and it's good for the environment because you're not using as much toilet paper because you wash it off and just pat it dry. And it's totally affordable because we know I Ashley wasn't it. up in there being like, love it. I'm going to get them a $275 no, gift. It's no. totally affordable. Yeah. And it's just, it, 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 she's, I bet in her life, I would love to know, like, she's probably nails the fucking gifts in her life. She's it. Right. She's everyone good. knows her as like, yeah. I hope Ashley's coming because I want that fucking gift. Whenever she's going to bring it, she's just, like, she's just really thoughtful. Really good. She always thinks about what I want. So thank you. Um, and our assholes. Thank you. And yes. as we know, um, Julie's, PLs, her <laughs> lips. Thank you too. Mm-hmm. Our little baby daughter, Kate Vogel, our little baby daughter. <laughs> okay, got us a mosquito <laughs> racket electrocutioner. <laughs> it's a tennis racket uh. that electrocutes mosquitoes, mm-hmm. and it's super fun when you're drunk and getting dark with mosquitoes. <laughs> we have a mosquito. It's another thing happening in California, which is bizarre and also abnormal for whatever reason. Um, I don't know who, what, why 42 percent of this population looks around and goes, well, the West Coast is on fire. There's floods, there's tornadoes, there's hurricanes of unnatural forces. There's bugs that are now appearing in places that haven't before. And there is also an excess of bugs in places where bugs normally are. Which is also and they, disgusting. The mosquitoes don't look like anything you've ever seen. And by the way, there was one in my car. Mm, yes. I'm like, can I ever keep yeah. you anywhere? Yeah, no, I uh, absolutely. Today there was some fl- something flying by my the window. I was like, this isn't normal. This isn't normal. And yet, what? Why is it happening? Because of forest management. I'm I am <laughs> beyond done with the Republicans. I am done. If you are looking out at this, fucking looking at this, being like, this is forest management and this is just good. This is just a phase and it's going to pass you. We know from watching alone on the history channel that you cannot manage a forest and be fine because that Vancouver Island forest has never been managed in a day in its (laughs) life. And it's perfectly fine. (laughs) Now read Kate's message. Okay. Hey sharks, here's something to hold you over until your titanium citronella rotted mosquito towel gets that pesky patent. Love from me and the chickens and ducks. We have ducks now too. Oh, I want to. We want to hold ducks. Look at her, our daughter. She is so cute. This is the life. This is the life I want. I just want to go live with chickens and ducks and just get out of all this. <laughs> She's around farm animals and there's probably not even fucking mosquitoes there. You should ask her because she lives in Massachusetts. You should ask your parents if there's if they're having if there's a, mos- a weird bug, bug problem. Yeah, if they're having okay. mosquito issues. And now okay. we know that Dr. Leon Guacamole Goldman is now going to know about your pussy lips. Sorry, Dad. Now it's time for the shitty week in Corona. Guess what, bitch? <laughs> Coronavirus! Coronavirus! Shit is real! Shit is getting real! Shit is real! All right. This shitty week in Corona featured a recording of Trump from way back on February 7th, where he is discussing the coronavirus and saying it's way deadlier than the flu and is so much more contagious because it's passed through the air. Oh, oh, that's that's interesting, because on February 27th, he gave a press conference where he said it was just going to disappear one day and it was nothing more than the common flu. 
Not for nothing, he didn't declare a national emergency until March 17th. But he's caught on tape six weeks before that with the knowledge that it's way deadlier than the flu and passed through the air. So I'm just super glad I spent all of March wiping down my groceries. The tape is from a series of interviews that Trump did with Bob Woodward. Bob Woodward's book came out this week, along with Michael Cohen's book. Last week, it was Melania's ex-friend's book. Before that, Mary Trump's books. These books don't matter. He is who he is. Everyone knows who he is. At this point, we need to be looking at the Republicans in Congress making it okay for him to be who he is and the asshole Republican voters who elected him and still refuse to bite the bullet and vote for Joe Biden. How fucking pigheaded and racist and sexist and homophobic does someone have to be to refuse to vote for Joe Biden? What's he going to do that's worse than this? Make you pay taxes? You already pay taxes. You're not rich. It's beyond... And I'm looking at you, Shuli. And I'm looking at you, Ronnie, the limo driver. How dare you? I was thinking of that. And I love Powered and I love them. But today or whatever show I listen to today in the car and fuckface Shuli, okay, who does the best tan mom in the world. He Ugh. bugs anyway. He bugs. <laughs> he moved to Alabama. He's bugging. I'm bugged by him. He moved to Alabama. He did. <sighs> anyway, Whoa. he literally has the fucking nerve to say he doesn't know who he wants to vote for because he thinks they're both extreme. It's like, you think they're both extreme? Okay, you know, here's a here's a, here's here's two extremes for you. Gandhi, he's extreme, <laughs> or Hitler, he's extreme. Oh God, you know what? They're both just extreme. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Ugh, it's just so, I just don't know what I'm gonna do. I mean, literally, that's what we're talking about. We are talking about Hitler and 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 Joe Biden isn't even Gandhi. They're not even that extreme. What what extremities are you talking about with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris? What are they so <sighs> unless you are the fucking CEO of a Fortune 500 company, get the fuck out of my face with being a Republican. I mean, I just don't care unless you're keeping watch over your money mm -hmm. like a hawk <laughs> looking at a mouse. Mm -hmm. Then I don't know what you're there for. I don't know what you're there for. It's ridiculous. It, it's absurd. It's ridiculous. I don't know either. I don't understand anymore. I've lost all faith in humanity. I, I don't. It, and nothing. Literally nothing matters. The fact that you can look at this guy and the Republican Party and go, I'm still a Republican and or I'm going to have to vote for Trump. You 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 you've you've left me with nothing. You leave me with nothing. Like, look around yeah we yeah. the motherfucker is holding huge campaign rallies with no masks except for by the way the paid extras behind him <laughs> that are given masks that say trump so then he has this whole crowd with like trump masks right. but meanwhile if you look out into the audience no one else is in a mask uh -huh. he's out in the world spreading coronavirus to people who deserve to die anyway so that's fine and he's saying that the west coast is on fire because of poor forest management it looks like war of the goddamn worlds outside our window. And this motherfucker is talking about forest management. We can't go outside because the entire West Coast of America is on fire. And oh, yeah, we couldn't go outside anyway because of a pandemic. <laughs> what else do these? It literally looks like yes. Armageddon out the window. And what's even more fucked up is that in 2015, Julie and I made a pact that if there's ever an apocalypse and we get separated, we would meet at our tanning salon. But the thing is, there's literally an apocalypse happening right now. But Julie moved last year and we got a new tanning <laughs> salon and I'm never sure which one we're supposed to meet at. Do you know which one it is? 
Well, we never said we were going to meet at the new one. So now I'm stuck to meeting at the old one, which is further away. So let's say right now we have to meet at the new one. Okay, we have to meet at the one in Burbank. Yes, that one. The one with the bird. And we should save the bird anyway while we're at it. We will save the bird while we're at it. Okay. I mean, literally today I heard Trump say, in addition to forest management, have you seen how many leaves there are? How many leaves there are? I mean, listen, when there's that many leaves, it causes fire. I... I almost crashed my car. I almost cra- crashed my car. Oh, and he brought up Finland, which you know I can't with any Norwegia unless it's Sweden. <laughs> You're going to bring up Finland and be like, yeah, they they don't ever have any fires because they do constant forest management. They get those leaves. And like, what are they out there doing? Finish raking? The leaves. Also, what's the climate like? I'm sure it's not hot and dry and 100 degrees. You fuck. <laughs> We I can't I have lost my mind I've lost the ability to to ration I've lost the ability to ration we went to Finland I think we saw 10 people (laughs) plus there's that plus there is that I mean it's so less populated the 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 environment the weather is different that's just that we're dealing with a different thing you just can't even and and the Republicans are behind it Ronna McDaniel I'm looking at you, you fucking twat I'm looking at you this bitch gets on. Tell him who it is, Mama. Ronna McDaniel, the chairwoman of the RNC. Tell him what the RNC is. The Republican <laughs> National People, the Republican National Convention. So basically, this woman is the head of the Republican Party. The head of the Republican Party. Yeah, she's been on the talk circuit. She's been on the propaganda circuit, mm-hmm. basically saying that you know the reason that Trump told Bob Woodward that. Um, he he likes to play it down is because he didn't want to cause a panic about the coronavirus. I mean, what was he supposed to do? Tell people we didn't have a plant? This, these are the words that came out of mouth. Well, they're not. He didn't play it down. He point blank lied to everyone. Exactly. And then he's there. The Republicans are saying that he lied so that people wouldn't panic. She. Mm-hmm. It, 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 that's when the, when you <laughs> I just it's you you can tell the truth to you can be a leader and help people not panic. But also, and okay, you want to like soften the edges a little bit when it comes to a pandemic. Okay. But I would think that with people's lives and with, you know, stuff like that, you might want to, you know, straight shoot straight with them. You know, I don't understand why Dr. Fuckface Fauci was (laughs) on the news saying that masks were like we're going to do nothing. But Trump's on the phone with Bob Woodward saying that he knows that it's airborne. It's just, uh, you know, at this point. It doesn't matter what it says in these books, what recordings they have. Yeah, no. Like, he said right. he was going to crack. He grabs women by the pussy. We should have known the minute that is a recording of the man's voice. Yes. The minute we heard that and you got elected, from that moment on, it doesn't matter what he's caught on tape doing or saying. That's correct. And we have, and book after book after book after protest after protest after. <laughs> There's good people on both sides after 12 people getting arrested out of his cabinet, <laughs> 500 people getting fired or being or quit, quitting a pandemic, uh, West Coast on fire, floods. It's if you don't look around your you don't look around and go, this is happening because of the fact that we aren't doing what we're supposed to do with the environment and with everything else like you're you're i don't know yeah you're just sexist you're racist you're homophobic and you're you're a piece of shit yeah you're you're a piece of shit and i'm not you know i've i've lost the ability i've lost all 
all compassion for any of them. All, all, all of it. I'm done. It's 50 days until the election, and um, I'm imagining 50 real intense days. Yes. I don't know how many podcasts that is. Maybe like eight. So these are going to be eight real intense podcasts. People are <laughs> mentally unstable right now. and People, I'm, a.k.a. I'm, I'm me, me and you. <laughs> I'm... And I feel it more than ever right now. Exactly the the feeling that we had when he was elected, and you know, people cried and people were upset, and you th- all everyone thinks, oh, they cried because they didn't get Hillary in. That wasn't it. We cried because of this moment that's happening right now, and everyone who didn't see it coming or thought that that he wasn't the person who he said he was when he said, "I grab women by the pussies," and you haven't changed, and you're gonna go vote for him still. Uh, Okay, now it's time for our new weekly segment, Close Your Legs to White Supremacy. Hello, everyone. Lady Red Couture here to let you know how I'm living. Stepping out of my white limousine, making that big city party scene. Dynasty, it ain't got nothing on me. Big city queen, I'm the bourgeoisie. Mama's Now it's time for our weekly segment called Close Your Legs to White Supremacy. America is in the middle of a racial reckoning, and not only are we here for it, we are committed to talking about it every week, indefinitely until social and racial justice are served. Okay, so after months and months of sports-free quarantine, the shit exploded this past weekend. There were 19 college football games, the NBA playoff games, hockey playoff games, the U.S. Open, which is what sport, meow meow? Tennis? Yep. Mm. And last but not least, the football season started. (sighs) Pro football, as it currently stands, needs to be canceled with Trump. (laughs) It is the epitome of white supremacy. All of the NFL teams, which are comprised mostly of black athletes, are owned by owners <laughs> and all the owners except for two are white wow. and none of them are black wow. the whole entire institution of the nfl is rotted to its fucking core from the fat cat racist owners to the broke republican redneck fans the shit needs to be gutted and then rebuilt and then restructured <laughs> and then rebranded and until there's a profound and real change in pro football there will not be any change in real life. The games aren't even a metaphor for what's going on in America. They're a motherfucking mirror. Woo! Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> Damn! 
It's what I, I, I mean, I, that's the end. That's it right there, bitch. That is it right there. Excuse you. Make way, make way. Make way, make way. That's right. And the reflection was crystal clear at the very first game of the season in Kansas City, Missouri, ironically known as America's Heartland. Before the game, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Houston Texans stayed in the locker room for the national anthem. Then they came out and the two teams locked arms. The announcer said, please join us in a moment of silence dedicated to the ongoing fight for equality in our country. Ugh. And that's when all the disgusting, ignorant, hillbilly, homophobic, racist, sexist, football-loving Karen booed. Yes, that's correct. Karen plus men equals Karen. And that is who Karens are, men. So if you're mad at a Karen, you're mad at men. And all the Karen from the heartland did show up at the first NFL game of 2020, and they booed. Literally, they booed. And what did they boo? Equality, intelligence, evolution, fairness, progress, justice, truth. They booed life. Fuck! Am I on fucking glue? Human beings, Mau Mau, that are alive, literally left their homes in the United States of America <laughs> to drive to a stadium to park in a parking structure to then walk a hundred miles into a dome during a pandemic to boo other human beings for locking arms before a football game. What in the actual fuck has happened to this country? Donald Trump, that's what happened. That's what fucking happened. He literally destroyed our lives, okay? That's what's crazy. Like I said earlier, it turns out the catastrophic rhetoric in 2016 wasn't just gay left-wing liberal whining. It was real. It happened. It's happening. He destroyed the fucking country. Him and all the diarrhea toilet Republicans in Congress who enable him. Like the piece of shit Missouri Senator Josh Hawley who tweeted, Missouri has the best fans in the country. Don't blame them for being tired of having NFL corporate woke politics jammed down their throats. Woke politics jammed down their throats it was literally a single moment literally the announcer said please join us in a moment of silence dedicated to the ongoing fight for equality in our country they booed a moment of silence who does that it takes more time to stand for the stupid fucking national anthem and we're forced to do that before every game is that woke politics pro-military republican politics jam down our throats so that the armed forces can get paid every time that song plays and they do get paid every single time fuck the national anthem the lyrics bug they're clunky and confusing <laughs> twilight's last gleaming gallantly streaming get the fuck out of here with that bullshit fucking ramparts and shit francis scott key was a hack and he owned <laughs> slaves and it's a rap on him and it's an annoying fucking song okay it's enough and by the way we're clearly not the only ones who think so because unbeknownst to all the white people including us there was a black national anthem out there all along, and it's far, far superior. Right, Meow Meow? Far superior. Alicia Keys did a cover of it, and if you don't know the song and or haven't heard her version yet, get ready to be born. At the dawn of the 20th century, America was a country full of promise and hope for many. 
black Americans faced a different reality, a nation separate and unequal. Yet their hope persisted. Pained by inequality, but inspired by resilience, writer and civil rights activist James Weldon Johnson put pen to paper. His words would become a unifying call, a hope for a brighter tomorrow, a timeless exhortation to lift every voice and sing. Lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven ring, ring with the harmony of liberty. Let our forces that want to take us back to another place. We don't want to go back. We want to go forward. Now it's time for So There's That. So this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of our piece of shit president, the diarrhea toilet Republicans <laughs> and the Corona crazy culture war that we are all responsible for. She hates doing it, but I'm not letting her quit because right now we seriously need it. And this week, I in particular needed to hear an uplifting story called the world is on fire and it's all Mark Zuckerberg's fucking fault. Is that the name of your so there's that man? Unfortunately, it's not. <laughs> mm. What are we who who are we dealing with this week? I'll tell you what, though, it we could call it the world is on fire and we still are, uh, the world is on fire and we love Gavin Newsom. <laughs> um. 
Okay. <laughs> let me hear. Let me hear why. Let me hear. Let me, let me, let me hear it. Okay. So, <clears throat> as everyone knows, the fires are raging and there's raging fires in my sphincter. <laughs> I did guess that it was humor. about the fires, though. You did. Yes, that's correct. That's right. That's exactly right. So, it is and about you know fires. And it is Mark Zuckerberg's fucking fall. I mean, regardless of what the so there's that is. Mm-hmm. Everything is Mark Zuckerberg's fault. Every Everything fucking is. thing that's happening right now is Mark Zuckerberg's fault. Right. That is true. The that 100 percent. And he's a he's a Trump dick sucker, too. And he can go yeah. down and, and on if, these flames. And if it was back in the 60s, I would read Catcher in the Rye and I'd go out and assassinate him. <laughs> and yeah, I said that because it's not illegal to say that about Mark Zuckerberg. You can't say that about the president and stuff. But that's what people do. They assassinated like John Lennon, whatever. They did. And he needs to go. Oh, it's so true. He does need to go. He needs to go. He's a fucking ugly, pasty. <laughs> Alien <laughs> God um, I, I know I agree I, I, I wholeheartedly agree Well right now we're dealing with A bushfire of unprecedented Size and scope and scale And there's fires all over the west coast In California our air is toxic Now and not only do we still Have to deal with the pandemic We have to look outside and see an orange sky Under huge clouds of carcinogenic Clouds Shouldn't have written this when I was drunk. Okay. And I went to a child's birthday party that was at the beach. I'm like, read the room. (laughs) This is tone deaf. Seriously, though, I am disturbed and very depressed by these fires. I don't know if I'm more horrified by the fact that the West Coast spontaneously burst into flames or that one of the bigger fires broke out because of a fucking gender reveal party. Oh, my God. You had a boy. Congratulations. Let's see. What did you get? 30,000 acres of land burnt up, thousands of people displaced, animals burned alive, people killed, millions of dollars spent on your fire, which could have been spent helping people during the pandemic, people putting their lives on the line. Also, you could let everyone know you had a boy. And you know what? Fitting. Very, (laughs) very, very fitting. Okay. It's absolutely astounding to me the level of signs the universe is giving us. Pandemic protests and wildfire how many more wake-up calls do we need if you think about it too long your mind will be blown to smithereens i can't also help think of the firefighters and people who run away from their burning houses and of course i really do wonder like what happens when there's not enough firefighters the entire west coast is on fire there can't possibly be enough bodies to contain this shit let alone put water out all of it that's why i said that we all need to walk outside like too bad we don't have um, more than 14 listeners or more of any sort of reach because we could make a plan where we all walk outside at nine o'clock at night and do a fucking rain dance. If all of the mm. West Coast put their mind collectively together, the collective mind and like did the pray to the universe and did the rain dance, it would fucking rain. I know it. It probably would. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of energy. Collectively, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? With that said, our sleazebag governor is feeling it, too. Now, I only say sleazebag. Because he slicks back his hair. Because of his hairstyle. (laughs) He has the hairstyle of a mafia middleman who owns a nightclub, where he also houses his lucrative you've-seen-it-on-TV bargain warehouse and drug distribution center. (laughs) Our man... He does look like he has a warehouse (laughs) of you've-seen-it-on-TV things. Mm -hmm. But our guy is actually a very progressive and decent politician. Gavin Newsom sat on a park bench smoldering and smoking from the fire surrounding it and signed a bill 
allowing prisoners who fight fires while incarcerated to have their records expunged after serving time so they have an easier path to becoming oh regular firefighters upon release. That is so awesome. <laughs> yes. Basically, what had happened was the California legislature passed a bill, AB 2147, that would allow former prisoners who worked on inmate fire crews to pursue a career in firefighting. And you're like, wait, what? Okay, so I didn't know this was a thing, but if you're a firefighter or a firefighter in training and you commit a crime and then you get out of jail, you're not allowed to be a firefighter again. On top of which, when you go to jail, they actually have inmate firefighting crews who then get trained and work as firefighters alongside the regular firefighters who are not in prison. So what happens is these firefighters work in prison. They get paid like $2 a day or whatever, and they help um, with these huge fires. So they wear their red jumpsuits, they do everything, and they're there helping the guys fight the fires. Well, the problem with it has been that when they get out of prison, they're not allowed to get a job. Because firefighters are kind of like in law enforcement technically, which is just kind of weird because it's like, right. well, you're not really enforcing any laws. Right, right. But you are dealing with things that could be weapons. However, the bill does exclude... What, a thing, a hose of water? Axes and oh, yeah, large, that's right. you, you know. The bill excludes <sighs> those convicted of certain crimes, including murder, kidnapping, rape, arson, or any felony punishable by death or life imprisonment. So basically you're dealing with people who, you know, any other crime like petty theft all of that or forgery fraud all that shit yeah cool this made me this really did bring a tear to the motherfucking eye that is so awesome watching him talk gavin newsom give this little speech that he gave in the middle of a smoldering fire in the forest begging begging America to please look and see what's going on in California because you might not be in a place where there's fires, but this this natural disaster situation is coming for you and you need to wake the motherfuck up. So beyond that, he's also dealing with incarceration, which we know is a huge problem. People who are incarcerated and we know the obscene amount of black people put in prison over anyone else is blaring and real. We know prisons make money off a system that is absolutely racist, corrupt, damaged, and super, super incarceration happy. Put them all in jail. Sold cocaine one time, prison, 25 years. Oh wait, she's white, five years in parole. The programs inside are a joke and sometimes people make mistakes and don't need to spend 10 years in jail. Sometimes people do shit out of desperation and fear and can still be contributing members of society. We have the most people. We break laws like every hour. <laughs> exactly. We have the most people in jail in the entire world. It's obscene, it's offensive, and it's absolutely unnecessary. And the stigma and judgment from a country based on Christian values is pretty wanting and hypocritical, if you ask me, Republicans. This is one small step in one state, but it's a very big message for the country. The COVID pandemic has cut the firefighter force down and essential workers in general. And by allowing released inmates to rebuild their life and feel what it's like to be respected and make a living wage will in and of itself cut down crime. In addition to police brutality, we need to be putting the magnifying glass on the corrupt prison system. Last year, 3,700 inmates helped firefighters battle wildfires in California alone. This bill is going to uplift a lot of people and give even more people hope they can rebuild their lives. And the prison system doesn't define them. And you truly can turn your life around. And we all know under the same circumstances, we could be wearing their exact shoes. And we would want and work for the same understanding, empathy, and opportunity. So there's that.
that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Pandemic Politics. Thank you guys for listening. We love you all so much, and we are so grateful for all 14 of you, especially now. If you haven't yet, please consider joining our Patreon podcast. We need you. It's $1 for one podcast a week and $2 for two podcasts a week. They're both an hour, and they can definitely be hit or miss as far as content. But the good news is there's no ads and there's no politics. It's just us pulling shit out of our asses and discussing it. You might find it soothing to listen to something with no structure or consistency. But if nothing else, you'll definitely be distracted from your own life thinking how annoying and insufferable and tone deaf we are. Yeah. And right now, it's important that we all spend part of every day plugged in and paying attention and contributing to fight for racial equality in whatever way that means for you. But it's also important to set aside a little time to enjoy the view. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. To disconnect and do something harmless and mindless. And there's nothing more mindless than our Patreon podcast. So if you want to try it out, just go to www.patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics and scroll down to the episode from September 11th, which is unlocked and free to listen to. Like I said at the top of the show, we recorded that episode one year ago this week. The fact that that episode is our free one proves that time isn't real and nothing ever changes. <laughs> uh, Everything is different, Mema, but nothing ever changes. That is for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. And we need to switch out that episode stat. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, go to patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics and scroll down until you see an unlocked episode. It will be within the last year. Exactly. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. And it's been on fire. How'd you do, I? See, you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dime, because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man. By the light of day But by night I'm one hell of a lover I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme And maybe play you a sign You look like you're both pretty groovy Want something visual that's not too abysmal. We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> for the night. night or maybe a bite night. I could show you my favorite obsession I've been making a man 
With blonde hair and a tan And he's good for relieving my Tension I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania Just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania So, come up to the lab And see what's on the slab I see you shiver with anticipation But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. <laughs> <laughs>